Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners' or renters' coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners' or renters' coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. It's the fight in. It's the fight in. Clock. It's the fight in. It's the fight in. Clock. Come on, shut Hello, welcome to the Fighting Cock Podcast, season ten. Is it? 
is it season 10 yes uh episode I've, we've done a couple of episodes i lost count um we're joined by alex and john boy how you doing yeah fine we've uh, <laughs> alex is alex is in a really good mood alex. and the more the more annoyed he gets the funnier it is to me so it's going to be very very bipolar this episode because al's going to go mad and the more mad he gets the more hyper and um happy i am so and we should be happy, right? Because uh, today's a you know a momentous day to be a Spurs fan because not everything is shit. Not everything is shit. Hummin Son's just signed a new contract. I don't know what's happening with Harry Kane. We're linked with two top draw centre backs across Europe. Like everybody wants, he's bloody centre backs. They're good, aren't they? Bloody good centre backs. We we're going to get them. So um, <laughs> everything's great. You know, you you got the wall passes and. Um, you know, you've got you've got everything about football around Spurs right now is good because we've had two years of it being pretty miserable. I got to the end of last season thinking I can't do this anymore. Like I get it, like, it's easy talking about football and talking about Spurs, but I got to the end of going I can't do it. This is shit. It's horrible. It's boring. I don't give a fuck about the intricacies of the game or the culture that surrounds it. I can't watch it anymore. I want to stop. And then. Um, you know, a few, you know, a week into uh, the transfer window, and I'm starting to feel a little bit chipper about it. Alex, before we um, we get into the p- potential transfers, or well, we haven't signed anyone yet, so the potential transfers. Um, yeah. What do you think about Nuno Espirito Santo? Because I, I I feel like he might be the one. Yeah, I said we did a pod, didn't we? After it got uh, announced, I'm excited. I like him. Uh, He's got some Poch vibes about him. Does, didn't he? Yeah, I heard Alistair Gold talking about um, how he's kind of been received like among the staff around the training centre and stuff and said very much that people were saying it was the same type of a of approach that Poch had, you know, being friendly with everyone, making sure he's known to everyone. I love that shit. Give it me. I'll finish seventh. That's all right, just as long as I got that. Uh, yeah, I'm excited. Why? I mean, if you can't... I can't go into another season... Like the last two, I just can't. It's just not worth it. So I'm going to be excited, uh, yeah. and I'm looking forward to it. And I'm proper excited about a couple of these signings if they come off. Um, I'm glad the Euros is on are over with. That was shite. I just want I just want club football back. I can't wait. Buzzing. Uh, and, and and what were your expectations right now, Al? Like what 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 can you possibly? What's the? You know, I I just. I think I haven't even asked you a question, and I'm kind of formulating your answer in my own head. Yeah, I just feel like we just well, well, no, I won't because I think I can answer your question better than you can. Um, mm. you want, that does. This is uh, this is going to be a season that's enjoyable to watch. We're going to enjoy ourselves for the first time ever, right? Since Poch, I think it's going to be it's 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 going to be different, and there's going to be some novelty to it, which is always fun. You know, look, lose the first three games. And it'd be different, but um, I forgot what I was going to say now because you rattled on. Fucking my head in something. <laughs> I told you I'd answer it better, John. What, uh, what, do, you, what do you think of us? You know. Well, yeah, I think um, I think <laughs> Al's. Like, <laughs> I think what uh, what Al said is really true, which is like I, I don't think any of us can or need to or want to go into another season like feeling like we did with the whole Jose stuff, like. No matter if you, like we did, flip-flopped and got on board the train at certain times, there, there were real low moments with that, right? And there are also elements of he's just not a very nice person. 
and just he just was like a bit of a grey cloud over the club. And I feel like Nuno is the perfect antidote to that, right? Just forget the football inside. Just as a human being, he seems like a lovely, like, uncle that, like, takes you to the football and always buys you the best present at Christmas. Like, he just seems like a nice, decent bloke. He's also done a pretty decent job everywhere he's been, right? He's not ripped up trees. He's not Pep Guardiola, but he's done a very decent job. I don't think he's ever had players as good as the players he's got now. So... I've got to be optimistic. I have to be excited by that because it's ticked a lot of boxes around uh, him as a person and the football inside him. I'm, I'm like open to seeing what happens. So yeah, I'm, I'm optimistic, mate. As always, John, you say you say that um, he hasn't done what Pep Guardiola has done. Has Pep Guardiola done what Santos done? Has he ever taken Wolves to the Premier League? I don't think he has. He doesn't understand that level of football. He, like I know he's he's elite, but it's all good being elite at the elite level. But 99.9% of football isn't where he lives. So, if any, if anything, Nuno knows more about football than Pep Guardiola. And if anything, if you go by that logic, we've got a better manager. If you do go by that logic, then yes. Uh, although, that isn't logic. That's the epitome of logic. Yeah, I mean, okay, yeah, all right. Well, that's like, <laughs> I mean, that's like taking, I don't know, Jimmy Traore and being like, well, you know, he's one of the best players the world's ever seen because he's won the Champions League. Yeah, well, he's done more true? than Harry Kane's done. Well, exactly. There you go. Bingo. Oh, Jimmy Traore, better than Harry Kane. Schmitzer won the uh, Champions League as well, didn't he? And this no. is the thing, like, we, we, we're going to wait till Harry Kane come, like to, to, to later, but... Like you can leave, Harry. You can leave. You can go on and win the Champions League, but no one respects Jimmy Chiarore. No one does <laughs> because he'd done it as, as a part of a machine. If you do it with us, it'd be because of you. If you do it with them, Man City, it's because of them, and you're just a slug. <laughs> I mean, that is quite, that is. I mean, in all seriousness, right? Mares winning the title with Leicester is so way more special than the multiple trophies he's won City since no one gives a good, shit about Mahrez such a good point because no he, like Mahrez uh, I, I, he won the league with uh, Man City last year right but he probably will leave this year if not next year having not won the Champions League when he talks about his career it will be that Leicester win it will be that Leicester win exactly and and I know we're coming on to Kane later but I'm going to say it now before I forget well, let's, we'll uh, talk about Kane now yeah the way that Kane Look, and I, and I, I tweeted it earlier, and I'm not, I'm not trying to shit on Kane because, look, you know, he's, he's, the, he's the best striker in the world, right? But I'm not. <laughs> asked. Like he's going to cry then. <laughs> yeah, but I'm not asked. I don't. I've never loved him like I loved Bale, Ginola, Sheringham. It's not been the same because whilst he's incredible and does these amazing things, he's a his career has been about him maximizing the. He's like a well-oiled machine. He's not an artist. He's a machine that has just got better and better and tweaked and version 1, version 2.0, and he's just got better and better each time, right? And that's just what his career will be now if he goes to City and wins some some some, um, some trophies. He will have won his trophies the same way that he's developed himself into a great player. Now, I'm not saying that that's the right or wrong way to do it, but basically he's gone from football club one to football club 2.0 to go and do that he hasn't created or brought those games those moments to him they haven't he hasn't like pulled them in with some gravitational pull because he's been that brilliant he's had opportunities to do that in big semi-finals in big finals and not done it 
And perhaps what he needs is a bit more support around him to make those moments count. And that's perfectly fair enough. But that will be the difference in his career now if he goes and does that. His career, in terms of the trophies he wins, will be robotic and systematic. Just like his evolution as a, as a player. And I'm not saying that's a good or a bad thing, but that is what it is. He's like a bigger boy, big-eared boy on the farm, isn't he? Big and strong. And just, um, he, was, he was able to help out with the old man early on. Very strong. Um, but where did he come from? That's what you got to ask. And, uh, and the answer is mum and uncle. <laughs> and uh, if he leaves the farm and goes to join another, you know, big, a bigger farm with the big, bigger ear boys, like how big is how big are, are his ears? Is all I'm saying. No one can. No one's gonna begrudge you. What does no that one's even mean? Different, honestly. <laughs> listening to extra inch every week for six weeks and then coming to do this. This is joyous. Um, We've all seen the big eared boys. We always always respect them until they um they leave town and go to the city and then no, they're just boys with big ears. It's fucking no bloke, gonna, no blokes, gonna, yeah. blokes walking around with fucking elephant ears in London, mate, and they don't know what to do. Yeah. And they're not respected. No. <laughs> Ten a penny. Ten a penny in town. Oh, God. No one's going to no begrudge him going anywhere else. Good luck to him. Oh, but but now, the price has been set now. If it's 150 million quid, I don't care what climate we're in, it's 150 million quid. He had the most goals, the most assists last year. He's England captain. He's a model professional, and he guarantees you, pro- guarantees City the Premier League and arguably the Champions League for the next two out of three seasons. Yeah. Fucking pay the money. If someone yeah. said to you, "Do you want to invest in winning the cha- into uh, in making the fact that you're going to win the Premier League at 90 percent, 95 percent certainty, but you've got to invest 160 million quid over the next three years?" They do it. So just fucking get on with it. Yeah, Quack. you're right. It's basically spending 80, 80 million pounds over the next two years because it won't be 160 million pounds up front. You're right, Al. It's a, basically you're spending 80 million pounds to guarantee everything you want. And if you're not going to do it, then fuck off. And and then he can be all miserable. And I, I hope he stays and we'll run him into the ground and he can go next year. <laughs> 90 million with no ankles. He, like, uh, he, uh, as, you know, he, he may want to join Man City, but there's no chance if we stop him that he won't um, give his all for Spurs next year. If, like, I, I still think that he's going to stay at Spurs. I really do. And if he does, he will give his all because that's the kind of man he is, uh, seemingly. Yeah, it'd be like the big-eared boy on the farm. You know, he's got an, he's got an offer from Cravendale to go and work there, but he's he's going to slug out on the farm. He's going to break his back in the process, but he's yeah. going to stay. Um, yeah, but yeah, he's, we, his, dad, his dad and his brothers would respect him. They would. Yeah, They're but if he goes person. over to Cravendale, it's just some geezer called Dave who runs the fucking factory. So exactly. Don't, don't go over to Cravendale. Work for fucking Little Jimmy's um, dairy, dairy yeah. farm. It, me- it means more. <laughs> when Little Jimmy's wins, you know, milk producer of the year, it means more. Um, the, the, the thing is with Kane, right, is we all um, put the idea of, like, loyalty and clubs on a pedestal because we all, I'm sure, put yourself in that picture and think, oh, imagine if I played for Spurs. Imagine I was Spurs' like, best player and I could break all the records. And you're like, why the fuck would you want to leave, right? But mm-hmm. I, I don't... I off, i got to be honest. <laughs> yeah, cool. Well, obviously you would. Um, but I, like, I, I feel like with Kane that he obviously cares about the club but I think that we all just like project our love onto the club onto him because he's come through the academy. We just have this expectation that he wants to that he wants to kind of break all the records with us and stay with us. And I'm sure if you said to him, 
guaranteed Spurs will win the league but you'll get paid less or you can go to him I don't think it's the money right so I think that that's not what it is it is literally as hollow as I just want to say I've won it and that to me is a real shame because like we said with Mares, if he wins if he wins the league once and that's the only thing he ever wins with Spurs that is a much bigger achievement than winning 10 FA Cups and 10 Agreed. league titles with Man City. So it's just, I wish someone, whoever's advising him, would just say that to him. Like, if you actually want to build a legacy, force Spurs' hand to spend the money to build a team that can win something. Don't leave and just go somewhere and, and make, look, maybe that's what he's done, right? I maybe, think that's what he's done. Maybe I that's what he's done. I must admit, as much as, as, much as I'm. Not not fast. That's not the right word. But as much as I'm like, yeah, he can go now. Um, I think that's probably what he did. That's what he's done last year. I think that's part of the Mourinho thing. Uh, I'm convinced that he not necessarily was consulted, but it was a big thing is to bring in that name, you know, and, and right, we're going to go again now. And I think, and who knows, maybe we would have if COVID hadn't happened, you know. Um, so I think he's done that. And I completely understand his reason, re- reasons for going. He wants to be able to, you know, he, he looks at, you can tell, but the way he has improved himself as a player, it's dedication, it's relentlessness to, to get to what he wants to do. And he has that thing about winning trophies, and that's what you a lot of elite sports people have. I don't think we have kind of necessarily projected our loyalty. I don't think anyone expects anything from Harry Kane now. If he if he was to turn around and come out literally and did a press conference and said, look, I want to go because of X, Y, and Z, I still think the majority of the fan base would be, all right, um, it's only because of the way it's gone. The way it's gone down, you know. What what I've got a problem is is there's is if he clearly wants to go, then he should then he should say something. Not all this secondhand stuff and little interviews just to try and protect his brand, because that, then maybe, maybe he isn't pushing the way people think he is. Oh come on! I mean, it's. I mean, he is obviously. He is, but... He's not stupid. <laughs> he's actually he's, you know he's quite an intelligent bloke. He's, not, he's savvy, you know. He's not. Uh... It's a... <laughs> You no, know, the last the last thing that you need to hear, if you listen to this, Harry, just notice the Tottenham lot don't respect you. Yeah, yeah, you're definitely not more of a laugh than yeah, yeah. son. Yeah. yeah, come out, come out to lunch with me. I'll show you. Come out to lunch. <laughs> uh, Let's talk about some else. I'm sick of Harry Kane. All right, before, yeah. before we do, because um, it's something I've been really confused about all day. Um, before we go on to Huminson, which is a really happy story, and I loved it, and I watched that that video that Tottenham Hotspur put out, and he's picking his five favourite photographs of, or six favourite photographs of things that happened, and I'm watching, it, I'm like, yes, I love this guy. Um, but before we do that, what's the stuff with Charlie Kane, his his brother? Because I've been trying to follow it, and I asked T, who sort of, he's got his finger on the pulse when it comes to meme stuff, right? T knows the internet, which is remarkable for a man who's nearly fifty. The fact that he knows internet memes better than any anyone else on this on this planet. Child, he, uh, I wouldn't call him a child, but the um, oh. <clears throat> oh, you would okay, but but uh, yeah, what what uh, what's your understanding of it, Alex? What what what's the problem with Charlie Kane? Is it is it apparently he gave um, or or he's he had a wedding and Harry Kane yeah, said he got, that he was he got married yesterday, and the and the and the word is is that the. The showbiz editor of the Sun was Weird given the tip by someone at the at the wedding. So, so, so if you're if you're the if you're the sports editor at the Sun, you're fucking fuming at the showbiz editor, right? You're fuming. Yeah, I mean, it's who I don't think. I mean, it's obviously it's developed even more so today because there's been lots of tweets coming out that he was that he's an Arsenal fan, which I thought was common knowledge. Um, I mean, Harry Kane wore an Arsenal shirt. 
Yeah, I mean, who cares? Fucking. Uh, I do, do. Do you have any issue with the the way people are behaving on Twitter and like every time you tweet something that they post like the little snake thing? Not particularly, no. Do Do you have any worry that that might force him to say, "Look, Harry, the Tottenham lot right. don't respect you." <laughs> Somebody um, after doesn't matter. None of this matters, mate. We're focusing on there's like so what people reply to him on Twitter is going to make no fucking difference. What you got to remember, right? I think people think that Charlie Kane has like a massive amount of influence in Harry Kane's career. It's almost as if Harry Kane's just playing football to spur with Spurs, and go, oh, I like playing football for Spurs. I score goals, and the people love me. And then Charlie Kane's gone in and going, Yeah, but you could join Man City. And Harry Kane goes, I've never thought about that. Could I? Yeah, you could. Like we could go there. That's not what's happening. Harry Kane's the best, like as you say at the top of the show, Alex. Harry Kane is the best striker in the world. The team with the most amount of money who could possibly, like, feasibly afford to buy him is Manchester City. So it just fits together. Charlie Kane isn't the mastermind in this fucking <laughs> this, this transfer. He's not. He's just oh, his yeah. brother. He's, he's basically Harry Kane made it big, and Charlie and Charlie Kane's at a job somewhere, probably working in insurance or something. And Harry Kane's like, do you like your job? And he's like, not really. Do you, do you want to just do do nothing for me and live off me, my 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 my, my rise and fame? And he's like, do you know what, Harry? I'd love that, and I would love that if my brother was offering me the same thing. I'd hundred percent love to just ride on his coattails. That's what's happening. They're, they're, they're both just doing their jobs. You know, he's he's. I, I dare say, you know, Charlie Kane's taking direction from his boss, which is which is Harry Kane. You know, so let's not have it this whole, you know, old, poor old Harry. You know, he's he knows what he's doing. He's trying to, the, the, like I said, the bit that annoys me is he's trying to protect, he's trying to have his cake and eat it too. You can't force a move and protect your brand at the same time. You know, and I think, and I just think, that he, I wish he'd realised that more people would probably be like, okay, yeah, fair enough. Like if he just came out and said, look, I've had a wonderful time. I love this football club, but you know my desire as a, as a professional. I've said it numerous times over the years. I want to win the biggest trophies and I feel my best chance at that at the moment is a move away if that's possible. If it's not possible and it doesn't come off, I will be here and I will give my all for this football club. It's not rocket science. I just wish footballers would understand that sometimes. Or, or, or sorry, John, before you go, Harry Kane has said to Charlie Kane, I want to stay at Spurs. I don't care what it costs. I want to be the Francesco Totti of Tottenham Hotspur. All right? And Charlie Kane goes, do you remember when we were 12 and we were in the bike shed and Diane was there, she's 48, and you fingered her? <laughs> I remember that. The world doesn't need to know that. You're going to see. <laughs> <laughs> Poor old Diane. Life, Diane. Diane. But still, she's, she's done nothing wrong. She's done nothing wrong. She's trying to enjoy herself. Yeah, Diane doesn't need this. She's, she, doesn't, she doesn't need this. All right, um, exactly. Hunmin Son. Hunmin Son. He's, he's signed a new contract today. He did turn up at a Hotspur away looking pretty miserable. Well, I say miserable. Miserable in his own his own world. Um, but what what you know in you know in the shadow of all this stuff you know with Harry Kane and. Um, you know, a weird situation we find ourselves in as Spurs fans at the moment. To have, you know, one of our best players commit himself for another four years, which guarantees at least another two years at Tottenham, at least, and then a massive transfer fee if we're not in a position to keep him two years down the road, right? That that's a that's a big boost. We needed that, John, right? Yeah, we did. I think I think um, he is on his day one of 
aside from Kane, is probably our next most effective player, right? He's our most dangerous player aside from Kane. And if we if we lose Kane this summer and Son, that is a big problem. That is a, like a mass just from a attracting other players scenario, right? If Kane goes and you've got money, but you're also losing Son, then it sort of makes us in terms of like a trend of where the club is going is a bit of a downward spiral, and players therefore are looking at that going mm, not really. If Kane leaves and Son's just signed a new contract, then suddenly it's like, oh, okay, well, Kane's leaving. I know the reasons everyone's talking about. It makes us still an attractive proposition to play with Son. He is a, a like top draw player that people now I think respect um, rightly so. And so for me, it's a case of we have. There, there is no negative for this. There is zero downside with this. He's still got good years left in him. It's not like he's like thirty-one signing this deal. So he's got good, he's probably his best years actually will take him through this contract. So we've secured the value and we've secured a really good player. I don't see the downside with this. I'm really happy, mate. Really happy. There is no the thing downside. Is, what the, um, it's interesting this one because because of the the contradictions to, to, to Harry Kane. Because so son is what, 29 now? So um, he's, it's, it's amazing what, what motivates different footballers, you know, the likelihood is his son isn't going to win a huge amount of silverware at Tottenham. And this would be his moment to then go to another club where that um, option is, is more possible. But he hasn't because obviously he's very content with where he is. Obviously money's not an issue, you know, and, and what he wants from his career and what he's happy with is different to that of Harry Kane's. And so what Tottenham have done, although, you know, I mean, like I said, at 29, he's not going to get a huge transfer fee at 30 31 so we're not going to make anything massively back from it i mean we didn't sign him for a huge amount anyway 20, in 20 like, 21 22 million which yeah. is he's so, paid in in in, in yeah, spades, of right? um so it's a it's a really nice signal from the club to say look do you know what? we believe in you we you know we need you we we want to continue building the 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 team as you as a vital part and he's gone to the club look you know what i'm happy here it hasn't gone perhaps as well as as it could have gone in the last few years, but I want to stay and want to improve. It's it's, it's a nice feeling you, from both sides. What you said though about him being twenty nine, like twenty nine's peak for for any player. For us to tie him down a player as good as he is, and he must surely like there, there must have been clubs out there that would have been interested in signing him. And we're not talking about clubs beneath Tottenham's level. Like Everton couldn't go come to Spurs and prize Son away from us, but there are elite clubs around. Around uh, around Europe that, that that could have could have like tested his uh, tested his arm is that right? But you know he could could have sort of made it difficult for for us to get him to sign this new contract. We've given him a bumper deal. It seemed to be around two hundred grand a week. But at twenty nine, we've made a commitment to him, and he's made a commitment to us. When there's absolutely no guarantee that he's going to get anything like the glory that his his skill and his quality should demand. And the fact is, he has signed with us, and it, it maybe he just fucking loves us. Maybe he's a little ear boy from the farm, and he's just happy to stick around, eat some porridge, sow the sow the seeds, get the harvest yeah. in, and all that. Maybe he's just a good lad, a good egg. It's nice from both sides. Like I said, I think everyone's a winner here. There's not much to. Not much to be unhappy about. It's good news. There's a lot of people banging on about uh, Paratici. Like a lot. Like if you look, if you pay any attention to Twitter, the 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 football eggs on Twitter, they're like, like, like and, oh, this is the geezer. He's like, look what's happened at Spurs. This is amazing. What what do you make of 
his uh, introduction to Tottenham. And as uh, you know, as fans who just watch a bit of football, you know, enjoy being a Spurs fan and like to sing at football and all that sort of stuff. Do you take anything from his introduction at Spurs, John? Um, I've got to be honest. I've been like quite amused by like the praise for him because, like, in an alternate universe, the headline is "Man Does Job." We like, haven't signed a player yet. <laughs> he's we're just linked with players that we should be linked with, and he's trying to get deals over the line. That's his job. Like that's your in, job. That's your job. In like two years' time, and the three players he signed, and two of them have been fucking brilliant. Then you go, he's been great. Right now. If he wasn't there, right, if we didn't think he existed and the same rumours and the same links were there, we'd all just be like, all oh, right, cool, no one give a shit. Now we've got like a, a figurehead to like lord praise over because he's suddenly doing something different even though he's doing nothing different to what we've done before. It's suddenly it's amazing. Now, I'm not saying that he's not doing stuff differently, but he actually hasn't done anything yet other than contact good players. Now, I haven't heard of a lot of these players that he's linking us with, which is not, not to say a great deal. Right? I haven't really got my like, finger on the pulse of like Italian prospects. But uh, that's what we need. We did need a sporting director, someone who has got their finger on the pulse of emerging talent in other areas that you can get at a competitive rate that will add something to us. And my understanding is like, these couple of defenders are quite rated and quite decent. Great, get him in. Like I don't necessarily. That's his job. I don't necessarily need to know they're going to be good. They don't all have to be Premier League players that play for other like top clubs to to be decent, right? Lots of decent Premier League players now came from leagues none of us had heard of and came from places and clubs and we just didn't know anything about them and they've been great. That's what his job is: is to like find those players and convince them to stay. I don't necessarily think he's got anything to do with the sun deal because my understanding was that was being done or maybe had even been done ages ago before he was even at the club so he's from what I can tell he's doing his job so I'll wait to pass judgment until he actually signs the players and then I'll wait to see how they perform before I you know give him his uh, flowers or not Alex I'm gonna say a name to you yeah I want you to make a noise in response yeah okay Brian Gill mm. Mm -mm. I'm excited You've never even no, no one had heard of him. He'd not, even he I'd heard of Brian no, Gill. Get the fuck out of here, Alex. He wasn't a footballer before we were linked to him. Yeah. Honestly, I'm I'm genuinely excited about him. Genuinely, and what's nice about it is that I'd heard of Gill and Romero. I hadn't heard of uh, the severe centre back chap, but um, yeah, Brian Gill is is yeah lovely. He's going to be someone. He is he's going to be someone that will divide this fan base. Like you never see. <laughs> I cannot wait. There'll be people screaming, just fucking pass the thing. Right. Oh yeah, good. I'm excited about that. Um and and the thing in with uh uh Paratici. with Paratici or is it Paratici? Oh you've been listening to the extra inch. No, no, right. Paratici. Um, no, no one cares. No no no, no one cares. No, it doesn't matter that we can't, like English people, can't pronounce his name properly. No, it doesn't matter. It does. Why? It do it because doesn't it's... because I've had to listen to people call Doherty Doherty for a fucking season when we had a player called Doherty with the same spelling and we called him fucking Doherty. So if I want to call him Paratici, I'll call him fucking Paratici. And also, so. Doherty's fucking also, two, two World Wars among World Cups. So we we'll say what we fucking yeah. like. Yeah, yeah, we say how we fucking like. Yeah, yeah. Paratici. That's his name. Yeah, Parrot Boy. Anyway, Parrot man. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I'm not John. You know, I'll wait. You know, I remember us putting memes of Baldini in like. This is it. Podcast. 
Alex, it's a great point because he, he yeah. did a lot of business very quickly with a lot of money. Didn't what he? I would say is different is, or what's nice is that the names we're actually suddenly been linked with since the beginning of July mm. are all like links where you go, all right, yeah. Or, or people that do know what they're talking about <laughs> go, yeah, all right. Whereas that hasn't always been the case. I don't think we're going to see many like NGs and, you know, uh, what's his name? Who else was here that disappeared? Fernandez. You know, and, and people like that. It's. Um, Say another one. Uh, who else was here that didn't last very long? Just let George. him stew. No, let him stew. Um, Come on now. Come on, you can do it now. There's loads, loads. One more for a million quid. Go. Just go. One more, a million quid. Yeah, one one shitty player that we signed that just was rubbish and we just... Oh, Ricardo Rocha, who I quite liked. All right, fair enough. We'll give him that. Kieran, I still, I maintain to this day that nothing was better viewing with Tottenham Hotspur than Fazio and Kirikes at the back. Absolutely. (laughs) It wasn't... You say what you like. Say what you like about quality, but oh... The, the entertainment value. Remember that little touch that Kirikes did in Europa League where yeah. he, just, he, he just touched it? I've never celebrated something that isn't a goal in my life <laughs> as much as that. Um, but yeah, so I just feel that... Um, I, I do feel that he, he's a, he's a probably a step above. He's, a, he's a, a, a quality operator in his own sphere. Look, it's, it's depending on what actually comes in. But... If if the if what they're saying is true, we've got a, a relatively decent second string goalkeeper now, which I think is important. The older Hugo gets, um, if Romero comes in, I mean he is a proper throwback, Romero. So he, tell it, like, so, looked, so I mean I'm not going to pretend to know a lot about him, other than, other than the fact that he was the highest rate rated defender in the Serie. A. Everyone's heard that, right? But no one who no one who watches football on a normal level. Like us lot. I mean, yeah, but I do. I don't pretend to do anything else, and I know who Romero was. Okay, you're right. So you're you're on the peripheries of the normality, right? But most people don't know who he is. Like, I, I couldn't tell you a, a single. You're player. gonna love him. Am I? Why? Yeah, because he's proper throwback. Like, doesn't you know when when attackers get the ball like in that middle third or just outside the box or just a little bit further outside the box and they kind of got their back to goal. They're just on a turn and defenders kind of keep them at arm's length. Watch to see what he do. He ain't gonna do any of that shit, mate. He's going through them. Brilliant. He will go through them. Right. Yeah, so one way or another, he's getting through them. It's we're gonna joy. play a game here, Al. Uh, me and yeah. John are gonna list former Spurs defenders and you're gonna tell us whether he's better. Or worse than those defenders. I think he might be better than almost all of them. But go on, yeah. Wow. Okay. What, what, go on. Um, I'll, I'll start right. with uh, Gary Doherty. Yeah. <laughs> Doherty. I'm better than Doherty. Worse. Well, as all a right. stri- as a striker or as a defender? Both. No, as a defender. Well, I started low. I just want to build up to it. Okay. What, what, what do you think? All right, Anthony Gardner. Oh, I, do you know what? Me and my me and my friend Dan Newman. Shout out Dan Newman. I know we listen to this. Um, we used to say. After Anthony Gardner had left this football club forever, um, anytime someone got the ball and was like dillying on it, or you're like, oh shit, get rid of it, it's like, oh, he's giving me the Gardeners. Uh, and that lasted for a good four years. So, whilst I'm sure Tony is a lovely champ, um, I'm, I'm... him getting pulled up to the England squad that day was was one of the most surreal moments of my life. <laughs> All right, I'm going to up the end of the year a little bit. Uh, Michael Dawson. He's better than Michael Dawson. And a million in every way. Okay. 
Genuinely, the only one, the only one he might no, not no, be. No, well, no, well, we're playing a game here, Alex. Just don't just jump in, right? We're, we're fucking. You're a guest here. Get on with yeah. that. I'm trying. Oh, I'm trying to like level this through. Toby Alderweireld. Oh. I was just about to say. I think peak Alderweireld. <coughs> um, just different type. So yeah, maybe not peak Alderweireld. They don't do the same thing, and it's not the same type of thing. But yeah, peak Alderweireld might be better right now but i've got one you know Romero's younger and a much higher ceiling i've got one ledley king yeah he's better than ledley king fuck off he's better than Led- are you st- you do you hear what you've just said we're about yeah, to ledley- sign someone for 25 million euros i like ledley than- i love ledley king but everyone lives him yeah he was great but you know, we never saw king at the highest highest level yeah we did well i just want I mean, to see- midfield in a world cup which was great. He didn't he play was... midfield for us. I mean, that wasn't his peak, was it? Yeah, but I'm just saying, you know, he was playing in a, you know, a mid-table, like a mid to higher mid-table club. You know, it was it, very good. But I think, I think, I genuinely, I think, I agree with Bardi that Romero is, um, he is next level stuff. Wow. Wow. Bardi doesn't really, have the greatest really track record, to be fair. That Bardi doesn't That's have the greatest true, track record in, in talking about how often, do Bardi, how often do Bardi and I agree on anything? That doesn't mean that you're right. It does. <laughs> two right. wrongs don't make a right, does it? Well, uh, it does. I think all said, the stuff I've been right about with Tottenham, for, I've been pretty much right about everything for about two and a half years now. <laughs> Everyone thinks that. Everyone yeah. thinks that. Bardi, but I, but I have been. I have been. I said about Mourinho from the start. I said about that fucking Sacramento. I said it from the start about him as well, a little rat. Yeah, but right? it's based on nothing. You didn't nothing even know who well. he was but when he turned I said up. the yeah. same about Bergwijn, Lo Celso, uh, Doherty, Ryan Sessegnon. They'll all be gone, right? And I'll be right again. Yeah, but you said um, Poch was great. He got sacked for being shit. So, like, you wait well, long enough, you're thing. always right. Well, let's not wind myself up because I've had a bad day, so don't start, all right? And that's, you know, that's crossing a line. Just quickly, uh, Bardi also <laughs> said that Sanchez would be better than, uh, better than King. That was on the Fighting Cop podcast. So, mm-hmm. uh, sorry, Bardi. Like, we're, not, we're not lashing out at you. I'm just. Um, no, in all, ser- in all serious, I think Romero is, is um, you know, you, you can never be sure with someone coming into the Premier League, but he's, very, he's an aggressive defender. And I think that's, you know, it's what fans like. Fans will love him. You know, I'm sure, you know, there'll be a settling in period and whether he does amazing or, or it doesn't quite come off for him. But I think at the start, I think fans will really appreciate it because he, he does the things that you can appreciate very quickly and it's very obvious. Like, he goes and shuts people down. He, he goes through people. He's aggressive. He's big. He looks about 10 years older than he is. I love it. Okay. I'm excited. I'm excited, Flav. I don't know about you, but I knew nothing about this geezer. And now I'm excited. Um, yeah. So there yeah, you go. yeah. No, no. I'm I'm the type of guy who um, he'll he'll see a a um, a tweet on Twitter that says Harry Kane signed a new contract with Spurs, and then go to the WhatsApp groups going ICK Harry Kane signing for Spurs, signing a new contract with Spurs. So I, I I'm I get hyped and 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 get all in on it. I, I appreciate where you come from. I just do you know what I feel completely relaxed and calm going to this season because of of all the shit with Mourinho and the the expectation that was built up during the Pochettino years. And it kind of feels like if you ignore all the mental people on Twitter, that this might be a season we can just sit back and enjoy. And I, I'm going to say this now, and we're going to do a preview before the Manchester City game, but we are going to do them 3-0 at White Lane. And, 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 and they were going to, and, and the, uh, the the headlines will be Nuno's new Spurs 
rises through the ashes and you're like yeah because you've not seen this in, in football so many times before John right there, there is a narrative and then there is a another narrative that upsets the apple cart Tottenham could be the apple cart yeah, I think I think we I think we will surprise people this season because I basically I've seen lots of in passing right lots of uh, Spurs won't finish in the top six Spurs won't be lucky to finish in the top seven Spurs are going to do this Spurs are going to do that it's the same squad all right we don't know what's going to happen with Kane it's basically the same squad and we're going to add to it that before the season started under Jose people are like, oh, they definitely finished top four we haven't fucking fallen off a cliff that much that we're suddenly going to finish mid table. We're still decent and I think this is this is perspective is what we need right now. We're all and rightly so as a fan base, we are very like um self-deprecating, right? And it's a form of protection that we all use to keep ourselves sane so that when inevitably it does fuck up and we do fall short that we can we can live with that. However, I think that that can border on like just making yourself feel shit and miserable and actually not getting the things out of football that we're supposed to get, which is like entertainment and fun and going to see your mates and having a laugh and all those things. All we ask for is a basic foundation. I've been as happy like when we were like just struggling to get into Europa League and, and then loving it when we made it. I was as, as happy then as I was last season where we were expected to finish in the top four. I probably, well, actually more happy. So it's not necessarily about like what happens on the pitch that can determine your joy and happiness with football, but it helps. And I think that we have a really good squad with a very capable, competent manager who will want to prove something. Like, let's get it right. He's not just coming here. I know we're all saying, like, oh, he's a nice uncle and he's a nice guy. He's not coming in to go, oh, this will be fun. I'll just see, see what happens. He must be looking at this going, fucking hell, I could be the guy. I could be the guy who like delivers a trophy for this club. I could be the guy who gets him back in the Champions League. That he's going to have like things he wants to achieve in the game, and we are a good platform for a good manager to, to deliver something special. It's not, it might not, click, it's and it might not, but it's going not, to be fun. It's not like he's not Peter Shreves, is he? He's not like I don't know, like um, Tim Sherwood. He's not like an interim man. This is a guy who's done bits. He's done really well from Wolves. He's done well before. In I did read on Wikipedia where he went two before but it said on there that he did well there so he could do well for Spurs why not why not just it doesn't matter just why not why can't we just enjoy this season let's just see what happens and maybe just maybe we'll win the league is there um is there a part of both of you I just asked this question that that thinks like Actually, it would be quite fun to have 160 million to spend on like strikers and players that you've never heard of, and then yeah. like a striker that like you've kind of heard of starts the season, and we're like, oh, what about this other Brazilian geezer I've never heard of? Get him in, and then he comes in and he fucking scores loads the second half of the season. You're like, oh, fucking hell, that is what football's about. That's why when people play FIFA and like do a career mode, they just fucking sell all the players they've got and just try and sign a load of young players because it's fun. It's like it's fantasy football. It makes it exciting think- and. There's oh, a part oh, of that if it happens where I'm like, yeah, okay, like let's just make this fun then. I think if if he if he and Al, you can answer now. But if if we spent if we sold Kane for 160 and bought Haaland for 150, then I'd be over the moon. Of course I would. Yeah, I mean that would be amazing. I'd totally. If City pay 160 million quid, I'll drive, I'll put him in a cab. But I mean, I don't care whether we spend the money or not. It's too much to turn well, down, isn't it? Of course it is. It's mental. It's not. I mean, it's not going to happen. But. Um, I said, I, I said that I, I still think he'll go and I think it'll be about 115, 120, something like that. I, I, I know, I know it's not, but I think, I think it might get to a point. I think it might get to a point. 
Um, I hope he doesn't. But that, that's still the only way I see him going. If he's going to oh, go, then that's... Let me ask you a question, mate. If if um, if we if if we were offered 120 million and sell him now, we would cash up front, or we got 70 million for him next summer. As a fan, what would you prefer? Mm, yeah, I mean, if and it still meant we could bring in who it looks like we're bringing in. Yeah, I think so because you can you can buy in advance of the expected sales. Yeah. Then yeah, I, yeah, he'd, he'd stay, and I'd sell him for seventy next. Um, so just lose the fifty mil. Yeah, yeah, I think so because look, look, you know, you you are you're regardless one... if it's worst season, you're taking twenty twenty goals out of a, out of, a, out of a, the the team, yeah. and that's hard. That's hard to replicate. So you know, my 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 thought has always been that um, you know, look, he's at the age he is, you know, a mental amount of money. Wants to go and win trophies. He's made it clear. Clear, you know, we're going to have to rebuild at some stage over him. Why not? Why not do it when you can actually plow back into the club rather than a, a relatively small amount? So I, so that's that would be my my choice. But um, you know, it, what is good about this, right, is that it might get to a point where we've got to bring people in anyway, right? So Brian, say Gill and Romero, and you know, say two more others, two others come back in. It this is the type of deal that could collapse any minute. So and all it takes is for City to go, do you know what? Actually, it's just a bit too rich for our blood right now. And he ends up staying. So we can't really lose no. massive. I know we're going to lose the best. If he does, we lose the best striker in the world. But in terms of what the football, where the football club is going to be at in between now and the next 24, 36 months, whether he goes now or next year, I don't think we can really lose uh, because I think we're going to have to invest anyway. We have to invest in the team anyway because there's going to be players that have to go. They want to get rid of Sanchez, Aldevera, Lamella, you know, Suzoko, people like that. So there has to be people coming in anyway, which they have to do. They can't wait on whether City are going to you know, pull the trigger on Harry Kane. Um, so I, I think we're in a good position either way in terms of ingo- incomings and outgoings and where the club will be when it comes to the, yeah. end of the transfer window. Alex, um, uh, I really respect everything you just said there, but um, I want to ask you another question. At the start of that answer, your phone went off. Uh, yeah. Was it a Tinder? Um, no, it was a girl saying that she was um, going to come round this evening. Oh, yeah. Um, Go on. But I was a bit like, yeah, I'm tired. and like, I, haven't, I haven't shaved my hair. People can't see that, but look, it, it really looks like I've got a mess there. I need yeah, to shave that. You don't need to shave that. Yeah. Uh, women like that. Well, yeah, well, you'd, you'd be surprised. Um, oh, you... I shared uh, actually. No, that's 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 a patron type content. No, go content. on, come on, come on. No, 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 no. Um, but so yeah, what... no. So uh, that's just what it was. It was just arranging my social life. But it doesn't. What was her name? What's her name? Uh, I mean, that's gauche, really, for a public. Um... Is it divine? Make up a name. Make up Shanique. a name. Shanique. Shanique. Uh, go. Yeah. Make up a name. Million quid. Go. Go. Yeah. Go. Any um, name. Quid. Any name. Go. Any Kelly Marie. <laughs> That's the last porn star he's Googled. Classic. <laughs> All right. I think that'll be the Fighting Cop podcast for this week. Uh, we're returning in earnest for the start next season, uh, the week before the season starts. Uh, we'll be covering the, what, what I consider to be, oh, he's got his top off. Well, you it's won't hot. see this. It's, and there's the. You, uh, you just keep talking. I'll see if I can distract you. Go on. Go on. Uh, he's uh, well. We, 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 you got to watch. Oh, he's got his entire body up. It's the tattoo that I like the most. The tattoo on his chest. 
What looking quite svelte, svelte Al. Is he? Quite hench. He's got his arse out. He's so flat. His arse is so flat. Yeah, I can't. Yeah, I can't do do no some arse, have I? No, no, no none. None. Do some squats. Well, I mean, look at that. Jo- I mean, show- that's, that's good. That's, that's pretty good. Yeah. Are you showing us his biceps now? That's pretty good, mate. You work well. Shall I? Yeah, shall I take my top off? No, you're 100%. Please take your top off, John. No, I don't, John, because you'll make me feel hot. No, no, watch. He, he's got an entire fur body. Yeah, I know. Like, look, he, look, he's taking his T-shirt <laughs> off, but it doesn't look like he's taking his T-shirt off. Actually, it's not What's too bad. Like it's he's, not. He, he looks like it's he's like got, you know, you know one of those training tops that they, they use in, in football, <laughs> where, where around his tits and his, his shoulders, it looks like he's like, like his body is monitoring his heart rate. Why don't why don't you why do you have like a two and a half square inch area around your nipples where there's no hair? What's that about? It's, my nipples just massive. They're, 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 there's no hair on my nipples. I've just got big areola. Do you know what I love? Uh, I love that you two you are like comfortable sharing. Like, I, shave mine. Look at that. That's sh- I mean that shaved a few days why, ago. Why do you shave Weak. your chest? Why do you? Shave it's been like forty eight degrees, Flav. I'm a me- I can't. I don't understand why John hasn't. Hair is hair is cooling. Uh, John, have you been uncomfortable in this heat? Not like like every, everybody's been uncomfortable. Of course he has. Cooler. Cooler. <laughs> because, because hair is cooling, that's why you have body hair. It's not just to keep you warm, it's also to regulate your sweat so you stay I thought cooler. it's to direct the women to the erogenous zones. Like when, like when, when, I, when I get naked, <laughs> I go, go where the hair is. <laughs> yeah, but that in, in my scenario, it could be any part of my body, yeah. except for the base of my feet and my nipples, as discussed. John's literally just a, a, a big ball of black wool. That's what <laughs> yeah. he is. Yeah, just when John goes to his missus, go where the air is. <laughs> go where the air isn't. And if he ever comes, if he ever comes around my house, like my cats are just going to like just go berserk. They're going to think he's... They'll disappear. The they get on him, they'll disappear. Ever. Fair. Actually, go where the hair isn't is perfect because that's only my face, my penis, and the bottom of my feet. All three of which would be great. So yeah, that's this is exactly do, what it do is. Do you not go have like the a, isn't. a growth of hair up up the shaft? Um, that's. I mean, uh, that's the manscaping, isn't it? That's what I keep the sort of pubes in check. It's the only yeah, bit yeah, of my body yeah. hair. Any, anyone, from my anyone who's not keeping that in check is just an absolute. It's disrespectful. Like to yeah. not not to, in my opinion. Like someone who just leaves, lets it go, and there's just a. Sort of pink helmet po- pointing out of a forest. That's not right. Yeah. Look, and I tell you, and I tell you enough. And as well, like if you're watching like erotica, then if you, <laughs> you know, like, the the thumbnails that you see as you're scrolling through, if you're seeing just a massive, great, big, hairy dick, you're like, well, no, on I'm not. You're not going to. You're not going to make the effort, mate. I'm not going to make the effort even. <laughs> I'm not wasting my time at two a.m. on a Saturday morning. Yeah. I don't. I don't need your nineties camcorder stuff. I can see Ree. Yeah, she's had a few gins. Has she? She's messaging me. Yeah, just finishing. working. All right, I was working. Now I'm doing this. <laughs> okay. Well, I'll we'll... put a t-shirt. On. Turn the camera off. John's being told off, so we'll, we'll leave it there. All right. <laughs> Live it. Absolutely livid. Everybody knows flat baits and prick. We can get a sticky in the mini 
Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more. And Geico is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to geico.com or contact your local agent today. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. GEICO asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, GEICO can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and Geico is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to geico.com or contact your local agent today. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.